10 signs a guy likes you, but is trying not to show it. Hey, I'm Antje Boyd, Magnetize You, my expert for over a decade, and I'm so excited to talk about this topic. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Number 10, he remembers every detail you tell him. Now, this is actually especially important to know because when a man is more masculine inside, he's more likely to see things big picture. So if he puts in the extra effort, right, the extra willpower, so to say, the extra energy to really pick up on the details, that that's really meaningful to him because that means it's worth it to him, right? And so that's something that you want to like not take for granted. It's easy to pick up, right? If somebody actually like realizes like, oh, hey, how how was the birthday party with your grandma, you know, or, oh, hey, how's your friend Susie? So, for example, he remembered the name Susie or Michelle or whatever, right? Or he remembers just random things, right? Like, oh, you know, didn't you tell me like your friend uh, gave birth last week and how did that go? Or it's just anything, right? Like, oh, hey, you just made an offer on house. Like, um, how did that go? I think you told me you were negotiating with contractors, um, on Monday, whatever, right? Like, so they kind of follow up and they kind of remember all the details and they kind of participate in your life. They're all, they're really with you. They're almost like taking the same steps with you. So that's something you want to pay attention to because it is a rather big deal when a man does that, which leads me to number nine. He makes a lot of effort to impress you, right? Now, I'm not saying that he's going to be like the people pleaser or whatever, whatever, right? But he is, it's important to him that he makes a good impression on you, okay? And so, you know, this could be, for example, that he rearranges his clothings. You know, you may notice he's like pulling a little bit on his shirt, or on his pants, and he wants to make sure everything is sitting right, you know? So if you notice yourself being on a date with a man and he's like kind of adjusting his clothing or, uh, opens his like jacket and it closes it and opens his jacket. But you know, it's like he wants to impress you, right? It's important for him to um that you think highly of him, right? And you know, you could say, well, but it doesn't that mean that somebody insecure. But I mean, hey, we all have insecurities inside of ourselves. And I find that like very endearing because that also means, you know, he's very approachable and he's very open and he's very available, right? So oftentimes you don't want to have necessarily a guy who plays it all cool and macho and like I got it all together, you know, hey babe, what's going on? Because that also means there's sort of like an performance. Because if I were taking that same guy and actually would take him, I'm like, okay, who are you behind this facade? Like, who are you when you're not performing, when you're not like putting on this Mr. Mr. Cool, you know what I mean? Facade, right? I would still see someone of an insecure uh, person underneath. And this is just true for all of us, right? We have this vulnerability inside of ourselves. So just know, right, that when he wants to impress you, it could also be, hey, that you're on a date and he does mention maybe what car he drives or, you know, I just said like um, one of my clients, the guy was like sending her a screenshot, how he got his Mercedes, you know, AMC washed or how he got his Porsche washed or how he bought this new, you know, whatever car. Um, you know, like, of course, you could be like, it's all about him, right? But you want to see, it may also be because he wants to impress you. And he doesn't know how to do that exactly. And he's a little insecure, you know, and so he tries to do that in the best way how he knows how. So sometimes that can be also very endearing as well, especially when he connects it to, I can't wait to take you on a drive in this one, right? So if he involves you in this, that he doesn't just share, here, this is what I have, this is my house, uh, you know, this is my private jet, you know, this is my 
whatever my my uh you know what I mean my my Lamborghini or whatever it is but but like I can't wait to take you on a ride in it you know what I mean number eight he turns his body towards you I love this sign because it's unconscious this is a subconscious communication that he can't necessarily control. And I want you to really pay close attention. This is going to be a fun game for you just in the next week when you're hanging out with girlfriends and with uh, with guys or whatever, you know what I mean? And you just see, hey, how's the guy actually, um, his, how's his body language in uh, compared to hers, right? Is it like perpendicular? You know, is it like kind of like in a certain angle? Is it co- is it like confrontational? Like, is it actually like opposing? And opposing is the most powerful because it's also the most vulnerable right so again they're saying you know i'm just really here i'm open i'm available i'm interested you know versus like when you're kind of sitting like this a little bit further away or whatever right you're kind of like hey everybody one foot out the door you know what i mean i'm kind of like letting some of the energy just kind of pass by that you're telling me versus like when i'm like confrontation conf- like in front of you right like i can confront what comes towards me i can take the energy in that comes from you to me. So for example, uh, let's say you share like a vulnerable emotion. Like I'm actually not afraid of that emotion, right? I'm just like, okay, let's say you share something sad with me. Maybe your dog died a couple months ago or something like that, right? Like I'm like here, I'm available, right? I'm here to share this emotion with you, right? So there's something really to be said about that. So pay attention to that. That may be a for, like for sure sign for you to see, like, is he actually really interested in you. Number seven is he tells jokes. And, you know, of course, you could also say, well, could he also tell jokes because he actually wants to distract, you know, and he actually wants to, uh, you know, keep things surface and he doesn't want to go deep and he wants to kind of, you know, is his emotion unavailable? Sure, that can be for sure the case as well, right? But it can also be that he wants to make you laugh. And it could also be, you know, when he tells jokes that he does it because he is a little nervous, you know, so in a way, he does want to distract a little bit, but like actually for the right reasons, right? Like because he's actually, he's just a little nervous. And so he wants to just kind of like, okay, hey, I'm making a little joke, right? But especially if you find him funny, like he will want to cause what I call a state change. Now, what is a state change? State change essentially just means you come into the date, into the phone conversation, into the actual date, right? Um, with, let's say, a certain emotion. Maybe you were stressed at work, let's say, right? And so maybe you were still like sort of like in a... um like a hyper-aroused, sympathetic nervous system, fight-or-flight response. But then he causes a state change and makes you laugh. <clears throat> and it makes you immediately relax. And out of the sudden, you're more in a parasympathetic nervous system response. And you're out of the sudden more resourceful. You're out of the sudden more into spontaneous, in the more feminine, right? In the more relaxed, in the more safe, in the more trusting. So that's what what's called a state change, right? So May, he may want to uh, cause that for you, but hey, let me take that load off your shoulders. You may have had a heavy day today. Let me tell you a joke, right? So that I can actually be there for you in the way that you need me to in this moment. Now, another for sure tell sign is when he uses your name a lot. You know, when he like actually talks with his friend and he says like, hey, so Michelle just like did this and oh, Michelle just went to the school. Oh, Michelle just did so you hear like the word is coming up, your name is coming up a lot. Or alternatively, if his friends know your name, right? If they're like, oh, you must be Michelle. We've heard a lot about you. And really interesting when I was dating this guy, that was back in the, way back in the day before my husband Brody, like his friends knew about me, right? I remember we were going to the movies and then we were meeting his friend in a 
in the lobby. And I mean, he also told me like, you know, like the guy that I was dating, you know, he never looked at a girl like this before. And what am I doing with him? But, you know, but he's like, oh, you must be auntie. I've heard a lot about you. Right. So when you hear that, like, you can rest assured that you are literally on the forefront of his mind. Right. That's why he uses your name a lot, if that makes sense. Number five is he surprises himself. Look, one of my favorite stories is of a guy that I dated. Okay, and it's kind of a funny story because I dated him back when I was like 18, 19. And then we dated again. Uh, so then I left the US, right? And then I went back to Germany to visit. And then we dated again while I was there and a little bit after that. Um, and the funny part was like, See, I lived already in the U.S. He lived in Germany. And he always said, like, you're going to the U.S.? Like, the U.S. is like, I hate the U.S. You know, I can't stand the U.S., whatever, right? So he never visited the U.S., obviously. However, when I went back to the U.S., obviously, um, he actually started to book a plane ticket, you know, got himself into a seminar um, in California um, to get trained there. And I was so shocked because I'm like, wait a minute. You said you hate the U.S., right? But like he surprised himself. He did something. He's like, I can't stand it. You know, I, I want to be with Auntie and I, I want to be close to her. And I guess I have to step outside of my comfort zone. And see, this is the truth, right? If a man truly likes you, he will go the extra mile and he will do things. See, he will write poetry, even though he never wrote poetry before. I've seen that too. You know what I mean? From the same guy. Like he he gave me a card with a, like, like, like a poem in it. And he's like, so not like a poet or anything romantically inclined, you know? And I'm like, what is going on? You know what I mean? I was like so complex. I was so perplexed about the situation. And so again, you know, like don't, and see, this is the thing. That's the reason why I'm going to tell you this is because you may be dating a man right now, right? And he might be like, you know, I can't visit you and you live in this other country and, you know, I need to wash my hamster's hair first and I need to wait until, you know, my daughter is going off to college or I need to wait until I sell my house or I need to wait until the business deal is going through or I need to wait until my hair grows longer and I have a beard. And, you know, I'm just like saying, okay, it's kind of funny, right? But not funny because he just uses like all those like excuses. But the reality is, and this is just the true, pure masculine, right? When they want something, when they're really attracted to it, when they're motivated enough, they're breaking through this like ring of fire, I call it. And when that, when they break through that ring of fire that's burning their self-perceived identity that they had of themselves, right? So who they thought they are, they, it burns. It burns up. Right. They're like, I don't know who I am anymore. Right. Like, I'm like, Oh my God. And that's why so many women say, men say when they, when they start to really fall in love with a woman, they say, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. Right. And what they mean is like, I don't know what I'm going to do next. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to, what I'm going to say, what I'm going to do. I may, may surprise myself. Okay. So keep that in mind. Next time when you hear like excuses from a man. Now, next number four is he shares his shadows. So. What is a shadow? A shadow is a trait, a characteristic that you judge inside of yourself or another person. So for example, when I was on my own self-development journey, and of course I'm still am, you know, I had shadows like, for example, arrogance, right? I'm like, oh, she's so arrogant. Oh, the last thing I want to be is arrogant, right? Or, you know, because I had a narcissistic mom, of course, the last thing I wanted to be was selfish, right? Or inconsiderate, right? Or, uh, you know, you know, any of those like kind of traits that go with that selfishness, that egocentricness, right? And so like you want to really see like what is your shadow, 
right? Yesterday I talked with a client of mine and she's like, you know, I don't want to be called a bitch. You know, I don't want to be called aggressive. You know, I don't want to be called, um, what was the other one? Crazy. That's crazy. So one of my favorites, you know what I mean? Because crazy is like, you know, in a world of mediocrity, you have to be a little crazy. Okay. You have to be a little crazy because if you're afraid to not to be crazy, then you just have to be mediocre. You just have to dim your light. You just have to like gray up. You know what I mean? Put the gray suit on. Don't, don't, don't wear anything bright, colorful, you know, because you may stand out. Somebody may say something. Somebody may be offended. Okay. And you know, the point is there's someone who's not going to like you anyways, whether you totally perfectly fit on and you're the most performance actress on the planet, right? Or you're like totally standing out and you don't want to fit in at all and you wear all kinds of colors and you have this bright, bold personality and you speak out for yourself and you say things that are edgy and that like, you know, that, you know, that people don't like. Either way, there's going to be people that don't like you. So that's like kind of side notes. When a man truly likes you, he will share his shadows with you. He will actually share, for example, what something embarrassing he may have done when he was a teenager or maybe when he was in college, right? Something he's not proud of. And you may ask yourself, why would he put himself, himself into such a position where he's it's not favorable for him, right? And the reason why he does that is because he wants to be close to you. He feels like, I'm still holding back. I'm still not feeling this connection between me and uh, Michelle, Mary, you know, uh, you know, whatever, right? Like magnified. I want to magnify it more. I want to feel it more through myself, through my body. I want to feel more authenticity. I want to feel more transparency. I want to feel more intimacy. See, when a man is truly interested in you, right? When he truly likes you, he actually wants to feel emotional intimacy. I know this may be like complete news for you and it may be like shock you out of your mind, but it's so true. And like, let me tell you, let me, let me show you examples where men like that my clients dated, you know, were out of the sun showing up in ways that they've never shown up before because the woman was able to be open, transparent, hand them a resume, create an atmosphere of safety and transparency that they could share their shadows, right? What they actually judged inside of themselves. And then because of that, it caused, us, caused such a deep bond that then the woman felt safe to share something about herself and it made the man feel safe. And by the way, that's how you actually create a sustainable relationship versus the short ones that I hear all the time. You know, women coming to me and saying, you know what, everything was great. We laughed, we had so much fun, you know, we're going out together, all the things, you know, he told me he wants to move in with me, he wants to have a key to my apartment. Um, but then he, I didn't hear from him. You know, chances are that you didn't have those authentic, transparent moments with each other. You know, chances are that somewhere you wanted to stay in control. Chances are that you still wanted to be kind of like in a performance mode with him, right? So you don't say the wrong thing. So you don't rock the boat, right? So you don't risk losing him or losing, you know, who you think he is because you most of the time don't even know who he really is. Let's just face it, okay? We just have like this identity. We have this perception of a person, but it's a shell. It's like a Fata Morgana, so to say, what you see in the desert when you think you see an oasis, but it's actually just in your imagination because you're so dehydrated that you're starting to hallucinate, right? So oftentimes we see this Fata Morgana like in our dating life, right? And we don't even see who the man actually really is and who he's not. Okay, number three is he picks up on details in your appearance. 
So he may notice, you know, of course, the obvious ones may be, hey, do you have a new haircut, you know, new hair color? But he may be like, I love this new necklace on you. It suits you so well. I love this new purple on you. Oh, are those shoes new? Oh, oh, did you get a new charm for your purse? He's just going to pick up on the smallest details. And again, why does he do that? For one, he wants you to know that you're important to him, that he actually pays attention. Now, he could also say things like, hey, I just like love how you how you write your signature. Maybe he saw you like writing the signature on a check or something like that. You know what I mean? Um, or, on a, you know what I mean? Um, a receipt. And so just like, wow, he's so observant, right? So he picks up everything. His awareness around you is so magnified. He's, he's really picking up on everything, how you do things, not just like what you do, but how you do them. And that's also only because he's highly motivated. He's highly motivated because he sees you as his potential in his future. And only because of that is it worth for him to, like, to actually, um, like, just actually, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Just invest, invest into you the highest level of awareness that you could ever imagine, that you would maybe get from a monk or from, from a yogi or someone who meditates all the time. Number two, this is one of my favorites, and this is what I want you to keep in mind. He will be the last one to text you. And so it's like, you know, for all the ladies out there, okay, I see you. You know, where you're like, hey, I just want to like text one more time, just making sure all is good. And, you know, before we go to bed and, you know, because you don't want to be with your anxiety for the rest of the night and you don't know, like, is he still like me? And is he still sending me the smiley face? And is he still, you know, all those things? Don't worry about it because when he likes you, he will be the last one to send you a text. Like, let's call it quality control. He just wants to make sure, hey, everything is still good. So invite him. Let him be the person who does the quality control instead of you being the quality control. Let him be the quality control, please. Okay. Um, and he will do that. You will find him to say, hey, just one, have a beautiful night, you know, uh, sweet dreams, gorgeous, you know what I mean? Little kiss face. He often will also be the first one to text in the morning as well. And this doesn't necessarily mean that he's anxious. It doesn't even necessarily mean that he's other focused. It just means that he is really interested in you. So he could be very well, have a secure attachment style inside of himself and know exactly what he wants, right? And he just like, he sends you the last text message. Now, speaking of text, he also sends you random text throughout the day. Right, just like, hey, hey, I'm on the golf course right now. I just wanted to say hi. How are you? How's your day going? How did your business meeting go? You know, how did your conversation go with your, um, I don't know, with your coworker, or how did your conversation go with your mom, or, um, you know what I mean? Does your is your cat feeling better? How did the veterinary uh, visit go, or whatever it is, right? Like what whatever is going on. Like he will just randomly text you, and he's not texting you because he's bored out of his mind. Because you know, the more masculine the man is, the more single focused he actually is. Okay, I want you to digest that for a moment. So what that means is like if he's on a golf course, if he's at work and he texts you in the middle of the day, that actually means like you are like you are worth it. Even though he's single focused, you're on the forefront of his mind. That is huge. That is so huge. That means you are part of his purpose. Again, you are very high up in the hierarchy, in Maslow's hierarchy, of his Maslow's hierarchy inside of himself, if that makes sense. And by the way, 
if you want to learn more about that, we talk about it in our ultimate love recipe uh, program, how like the the massive hierarchy of the man, right? But he sends you random texts throughout the day. The reason why I want to tell you this, because just yesterday on our live stream, I had actually a woman uh, like little here that, you know, the man said, you know what, like, um, I'm so busy right now with work, right? Like, I'll, can we connect in two months again? In two months? Do you know that I know people who got engaged in two months? Do you know that I know people who got married in two months? A lifetime can happen in two months. You know what I mean? Somebody can fall pregnant in two months. Like two months, two months, not two weeks or two days. No, girlfriend, let me tell you. Every time when you give me an example, like this man is like so busy and he doesn't have to, I will give you the example of a man who was very busy, who was in consulting, who works 80 hour weeks, who's a lawyer, doctor, you know, certain, whatever it is, you know what I mean? And he makes time for you. He'll, he'll make time for you. He'll text you. He'll call you. He'll make it happen, right? He leaves the office a little early, right? He'll make it happen. He's going to still find a way to make your priority. So don't let the man convince you that like he doesn't have the time because right now there's just nothing he can do about it. So he's just not taking personal responsibility. But he's just like, well, I can't do anything about it. Like Work is like so busy right now. No, you know what? If he's really interested in you, let me tell you a secret. You will be such a welcome interruption. You'll be such a welcome, fresh breath of air, especially if he's busy, right? That keeps his, um, keeps his day going. And I've seen this actually with my clients over and over again, where guys who like those 80 hour weeks, like text from the hospital, Hey, you know, you made my day, sent me a photo of you, you know, with a smiley face and Hey, oh, are you at the gym right now? How fun? And so on and so on, right? So it makes their day, right? You freshen it up for them. Um, and they can't wait to get home. Now, uh, along with those same things, by the way, thank you for those of you who stayed until the very end. The bonus is he wants to see you also during the day. So it's not just like that he wants to see you on the weekends um, at night for date night, right? But also he wants to see you during the day, right? He, he, he's, he's like, hey, let's meet for lunch. My lunch break is from one to two, you know, maybe he brings over something to your office, maybe surprises you with flowers and like a little invitation to a restaurant or whatever the case may be, right? But again, you are in his life, you are in his world on a day-to-day basis. It's not like compartmentalized where he works from nine to five, five days a week or six days a week, right? And then he has like just one day where he focuses on you, but you're integrated. So the keyword is integration in his everyday life, right? And that was so true with my husband too. I mean, he worked, and by the way, he was just building his company, so he can make his own hours, right? But he was true to his self, his own purpose. He's like, no, I'm working from at least nine to five, right? But we can like um, meet for a lunch break, but it's really gotta be just a lunch break because I'm gonna start working again at one, right? But like we were talking and we were connecting um, throughout the day, throughout the week. So pay attention to that as well. So when a man tells you again, well, I can't do that, you know, because I'm so busy, yada, yada, yada. Think again. So if you still don't know what to do exactly, how to attract this right man, how to make the distinction, and take my free love pattern quiz at getlovequiz.com or simply click the link in the description. And if you haven't watched so already, when a man deeply loves you, he will start saying these five things. Lots of love to you, ladies. And I will talk to you in the next video.